Hello guys and welcome to Watson Serie A, 18th match day. We have Atalanta Roma, we have Milan Napoli, Dani. So we have very good games to analyze in this match day. How are you, Dani? I'm very well, Ed. We hope you're well too. Yes, penultimate game of uh, the year. We go one on uh, midweek next week before the Christmas break. Inter are top of the league now. Uh, they won against Cagliari, so they are one point above uh, Milan, three points above Atalanta, four points above Naples, and there is Milan-Napoli, so big chance for the champions of Italy to extend the lead even further. Exactly, and they have an easy calendar until the end of the year. So let's analyze the games uh, with Danny and with you. Ask any question to Danny or leave a comment in the video. And don't forget, press the like button and subscribe to our channel. Let's go on with the show. We have two early kickoffs in this uh, match day. On Friday, we have two games. So let's start in the Olimpico di Roma. We have Lazio, Genoa, Dani. We were not sure about Lazio getting points in the Mapei Stadium against Asolo. And they lost. They are in a very bad run, actually. They are ending up the year pretty badly. One victory in the last five games. Luckily for them, they are playing against Genoa. Also lost the derby, as you mentioned. Their only chance to score a goal if is Destro is playing uh, at least the one in Coppa Italia. Well, at least, yes. Midweek games in Coppa Italia, a very, very boring game. Reserves playing, but yes, Genoa beats Salernitana. 1-0, what a game that I watched. Lazio, you difficult... Watched <laughs> yeah, I, I struggle to stay awake. Uh, Lazio, uh, difficult to judge this season because they are a team in transitions. Uh, they need time to adapt, I think, to Sarri's new methods. They alternate a good game with a poor performance. Very bad defeat in Sassuolo because they made uh, silly mistakes in front of goals. And then the second goal they conceded, one of the centre-backs was in Sassuolo's box. So, you know, that tells you. I think Sarri still hasn't decided who's his best midfield, whether he wants to play with more energy, with the Cataldi, with Barisic, whether he wants to play with Luis Alberto, have been more uh, technical skills there. So I think we're going to see a lot of up and down from Lazio. But the president, Lotito, is happy. He said uh, Sarri is going to get his contract renewed for at least uh, two years. So probably they are seeing enough in this early start of the season. Look, this game, normally, there are a lot of goals between these two. Last 10 games, 42 goals scored. So the average is 4.2 goals per game. So you could go for an over 3 or 3.5 for this one, but most of these goals have been scored by Lazio. So yeah, that's my tip. Over 3 uh, 5 goals. Also, Lazio have conceded quite a lot in the last few games. 13 in 5. And they play with against the team Genoa. They really really struggled to score. They had a lot of injuries as well, but the first half in the derby against Sampdoria, they were hopeless. Then when Destro came on, who, by the way, scored, they scored already seven goals so far this season, they managed to get one back, scored only one goal in five games under uh, Shevchenko, no wins for Genoa uh, since October. And, you know, these two teams have, strangely, the same amount of shots out uh, this season in Serie A, but Lazio have scored 
33 goals, Jen only scored 18. So that tells you how much precision, how much uh, clinical touch they lack. Uh, Genoa also only two of the 18 goals scored by Genoa have been scored in the first half. So you could go perhaps for a Lazio to win the first half, but my bet on this one, it's over three goals, 217. So if there are only three goals in the game, you get your money back. Mm, Genoa and Sechenko, they need to go to Christmas uh, shopping to get yes. some strikers and some players in the winter break. Ashley is going for Lazio to score two goals, as Danny said. We expect many goals in the Olimpico. Perhaps also we can see many goals in the south of Italy. Salernitana, Inter or bottom of the table against the top of the table. Inter in a very sweet moment. The next game is against Torino. So I guess we all expect them to be winter champions. And Salernitana, Dani, the best thing we can say about them is that they are only four points away from salvation. So it's Unlikely, but there is still time, of course, to improve and to adapt to this area. Very, very unlikely for Salernitana, a team who hasn't scored in the last three home games. They always lost this season playing against top teams. So far, it's 17 for the top teams, nil to Salernitana, who were soundly beaten at the weekend by uh, Fiorentina. Also, there is a big question mark. Can they be excluded from Serie A altogether because they cannot find a buyer? You know, the, 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 the team belonged to Lazio uh, chairman Lotito, who had to sell it, obviously, because he cannot own two teams in the same league. No one wants to buy a team. I'm not surprised. No one wants to buy Salernitana at this moment. Maybe me and you, Edu, we can put some money together. Some money. Yeah, we can make, maybe we can make an offer. Anyway, this is the worst attack of Serie A. 11 goals scored. So I had a look in the other major leagues in Europe. Who has done worse? Only one team has done worse. Norwich, I'm afraid, who scored eight. Getafe has done very well. 11 goals scored as Salernitana. Goal different for Salernitana. Minus 26. Worst defense of Serie A. So yes, they're playing against the top team in Serie A. It's really, really a tough ask at the moment. You can see uh, the odds. Because Inter not only are top of the league, not only are winning, but they are playing well. And they've been playing well consistently, at least for a month and a half. I think what Inzaghi has done, he has taken the same tactic of content. He has allowed players more freedom uh, to exchange positions much better. It's much more fluid. I mean, I don't remember an Inter playing so well in my lifetime. I know that in May, oh, there is only one thing that counts, is how many trophies you win, but I've never seen an Inter playing so well. And also, it's an Inter that can smash records by the end of the month. They could reach 100 points in a calendar year. The record is 101 for Juventus, so a win and a draw will see them reaching the record. Uh, they've scored 98 goals in 2021. Again, the record is 100 in 1950. Uh, they obviously are the team that with most goals in Serie A, top shots on target, 26 more shots on target than Napoli who's second in that particular uh, classification, top for assist. And, you know, for once, for once in this season, they are more rested than their opposition because Salernitana had played midweek in general, lost it, the game was terrible. Inter had the luxury to rest for a couple of days. Really, I can say they're not missing Lukaku at the moment. At, the, at this time, last year, Lukaku had scored 
12 goals for Inter, but Inter co- collectively have scored the same amount of goals in Serie A as compared to last year. So they are not missing Lukaku at the moment. Actually, they conceded less goal, eight goal less. So that's why they got a better goal difference. Uh, look, you have to go for Inter. You have to go for Inter to score. Inter to score a couple. Perhaps in the second half, as they did against Cagliari. So you could go for a nation handicap minus one in the second half. So you're betting for Inter to win the second half with two goals margin. If they only win the, the second half by one goal margin, you get your money back. Mm, Asli saying that Inter is the only team to be trusted in this uh, Serie A. Well, at the beginning, also Napoli and Milan actually were good. To trust, but now Inter is way, I mean, it's been the best team in the last weeks. Danny, by the way, we were checking the Oddspedia website about the stats. And very soon we are going to have also betting stats as soon as today, actually. So we can check uh, both teams to score or when the teams are scoring the goal. So it will be very helpful to make our tips and, of course, to bet. That's our idea. Then, Danny, let's move to Saturday. We have... A very good game. Atalanta Roma third against the sixth. I'm not surprised to see the odds for Atalanta 1.8 more or less to beat because they should be considered really favorites against Roma. Six consecutive victories in Serie A. I think they are ready to challenge finally for the title. And Roma is true that they beat Spezia, Dani, but I think that we are seeing with this Roma and with the previous one with Fonseca is that they lose against big teams uh, last season. Actually, they got four in Bergamo. And there is a stats to back that up. They haven't won any of their last 12 games against top five oppositions across this season and last season. So they are lacking that in uh, big games. And, you know, they both they lost both games recently against uh, Milan and Inter. You know what? Mourinho never won in Bergamo when he was at Inter. One draw and one very bad defeat in his third in his first season as an Inter uh, manager. And they go and play an Atalanta side that, you know, they look so well at Verona, even when they went behind 1-0, even when making four or five changes, not playing Zapata, not playing Malinowski. But, you know, the the other players stepped up, you know, Coop Miners, Raul, really, really look uh, their business at the moment. You know, they won all the games since uh, November. Uh, They are unbeaten, actually, in the last seven games against uh, Roma. And even after the Champions League, we were wondering, how can they negotiate the Champions League and league? Well, they won four out of six games after a Champions League tie. And, of course, they won at the weekend. That tells you how strong is the Atalanta squad. And let's not forget, they've been doing that with a lot of absentees. Now they're getting back most of the good players. We are still waiting for Gozens to go back and then there will be the full squad. They scored 24 goals in nine games, Atalanta, but only kept four clean sheets this season. So yes, it is a team that is spectacular, but as we always said also last year, they often concede. Now, let's see what Roma does and how they set up this one. I hope they won't be waiting as much as they did against Inter. They will be pressing Atalanta higher a bit more because otherwise they're going to get slaughtered. Let's see if uh, Mourinho gives another chance to Mayoral, who started finally in Serie A for the first time this season against Spezia. Let's not forget, he's the, ge- he's the guy who scored most goals last season for Roma, uh, 17. Zaniolo is going to be back fit. 
maybe there is a doubt about uh, Smalling. It is a team, Roma, that needs to be tighter at the back when they play away. They lost five of the last seven away games, only three away uh, clean sheets for a team that, yes, is playing the right stuff, but sometimes things are not going uh, their way. Atalanta to win is good. I like it. Mm-hmm. But I found one better because usually the Bergamaschi start well when they play at home. Atalanta to win the first half to 30. There are many options actually to win money with this game if we are going for Atalanta, Atalanta to win and both teams to score for Zanta, Redrum, welcome back by the way, it's been a while without seeing you, Shomudorov to score and another option, Danny, is uh, Asian Handicap, for instance, I checked Asian Handicap minus 1.5 for Atalanta is 2.9 if we don't trust Arol Roma, it uh, it pays a lot actually. And Ra- Rafael suggesting about Asian handicap corners for Roma. Well, Roma is the team that has taken most corners in Serie A, but Atalanta are not far away from them. So you know. Mm, by the way, last week when I said Asian handicap corners for Roma against Spezia, we won the bet, but it was Spezia home. This time Atalanta away. You know, maybe I wouldn't trust the Asian handicap corners for Roma that much. We are not very confident about Roma and be careful with the next game. In the Dalara, we have Bologna, Juventus. Danny, we were saying that Juve had an easy calendar to go to the Christmas break, uh, very close to the Champions League spots. But then, as the whole season is happening, we cannot trust them. They only drew against Venezia. The So... They are far still from the Champions League spots, eight, eight points away from Napoli. And Bologna is a very dangerous team. It's true that they lost the last uh, two games, but they were able, for instance, to beat Roma in this stadium not long time ago. This is a tricky trip. And Juventus, we saw in Venezia, they can make the life harder for themselves as they often done it this season they squander chances and in the end there's that fragility also psychological fragility at the back and they let a goal in they couldn't go back into the game they were missing Dybala maybe Dybala is going to be fit for this one but there's a big question mark how fit is going to be the Argentine for the rest of the season Juventus are uh, appalling so far eight points less than last year and everyone was criticizing Pirlo they scored 14 goals less in Serie A, and you wonder, who do they miss? Who do they miss? Ronaldo? Well, Ronaldo, at this stage of the season, had scored 16. Juventus have scored 14 less. I'll leave you the conclusion to you. And they go uh, in this game, um, yeah, only having conceded two in the last six, okay, in Serie A, but they had an easy calendar, kept for clean sheet in the last uh, six, but they do struggle to score. They do struggle to create chances against Udinese, Venezia, Empoli, Verona and Sassuolo. Do you, do you know how many points they collected so far this season? You caught me. <laughs> two. Two. Two Udinese, Venezia, Empoli, Veronese, Suolo, Juventus go. Yeah, Udinese, they draw. Yeah. yeah, with two draws and three and three defeats. And now they go to Bologna, where historically Bo- Juventus wins this game. Last year they won last game of the season, won in Bologna, qualified for the Champions League. So you know, Bologna normally at home they've lost 48 times against Juventus in the history of Serie A, but 
let's not go by these uh, statistics because uh, Bologna is a team that at home only uh, often scores. They only fail to score three times in 17 home uh, Serie A games. Arnautovic is back. The best 11 for Mihailovic is going to be back. So he's going to be able to play with his best uh, formation. And I think in Torino, they did miss the big Austrian uh, striker. So I can see trouble for Juventus again and i can see a nice double chance here materializing a 1x uh, so either win for bologna or draw which doubles your stake 199 mm, david is saying sinisa to bully allegri of course sinisa mihailovic interista i'm sure he won't... Laziale, Laziale. Laziale. <laughs> but for sure um juve is not the team of his heart no, 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 <laughs> we can no, say no, we can say that no, no, no. Then let's go to the islands. Uh, in Sardinia, Cagliari, Udinese. Another good thing for Cagliari is that the salvation is not that far. They've been competitive lately, but still they have to win four consecutive draws. And with Udinese, the Chofi had a very good uh, first game actually yeah. on the bench with that draw that we didn't expect against Milan. Also, they won. In the Coppa Italia against Crotone, at one point, I guess Cagliari should win a football game. They are not that far to, to get the three points. <laughs> no, they are not as far. But at San Siro against Milan, they were miles, miles, miles apart. Yeah. They went to Milan. They against San Siro and decided Mazzarri, uh, being the spectacular manager that is, you know, he really plays entertaining football. We all remember him as well. Let's leave the ball to Inter. You know, let's not worry about it. Let's not try to do absolutely nothing and that's what they did they didn't even mount a counter-attack they didn't have a, a dangerous shot on target i know it was a tough ask but at least when a small team or a team that's in crisis goes and play such a such a game they need to take out something at least the performance at least the reaction not even uh, that and they play a udinese team yes they sacked gotti unjustifiably i think they should not be sacked because he's done a very good job in the last two seasons and now he was doing a good job with a weaker team and these two they're not great attacks really they really struggle to uh, score goals Cagliari get worse and worse every year they are bottom of the table for shots on target Cagliari only 51 shots in 17 games so that's really really low and uh, only one win for Cagliari so far this is the worst record whereas Udinese uh, they really struggle to win when they when they go ahead they usually uh, the other team gets back they cannot hold on to leads it's not a surprise that they've drawn seven games in Serie A since October this is the team that has drawn most games in this uh, period they are lucky because they found Beto uh, from uh, Portimoense is in loan he already scored uh, seven goals I don't understand why against Milan at some point they decided to take out Deulofeo who was by the way the best uh, player on the pitch then they went back too much and Milan equalized with um, with Ibrahimovic, although the tactic at the beginning for Udinese was good to wait for uh, Milan. Both teams have beaten Serie B opposition in the cup in midweek, so it doesn't really count. Udinese is going to be, though, without Pereira, uh, the Argentinian, until February. So this could be a good abs um, a very important absence for them. Look, I can't see this team being one better than the other, really. The, the odds for Cagliari to win are 
are good. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why Udinese are Tita's favorite, really. But, you know, Udinese likes a draw recently. I'm mm. going to go for a draw for this one. I saw the odds were 344. Now it's 346, so even higher on Ospedia. Yeah, draw at Sardegna Arena between Cagliari and Udinese for me. It smells like a draw, actually, and as always with draws, we get uh, very good odds. Uh, let's move on to the games on Sunday, and the first one is a good one. In the Artemio Franchi, we have Fiorentina Sassuolo, two teams that score many goals. Sassuolo, as we are saying, they always overperform against big teams, as we saw against uh, Lazio, beating them, no defeats in the last uh, five. And Fiorentina, also in great form, three consecutive victories, scoring 10 goals. Danny, I guess uh, more than three goals, four goals. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching this game. Yeah, and you know, especially when Fiorentina is a team that have won the last five games at home in Serie A, scored 16 goals in the last five home games, so the average is more than three. Yes, of course, goals could be on the card. Do you know... Uh, what does Fiorentina? What Fiorentina has that no other team in major leagues Europe have so far this season? There's one thing Fiorentina has done that no one else has done it. Do you know that? Scoring. Apart from that, they are the only team in major leagues, and I went up to the Scottish League to check that have not drawn a single game in the league, either wins wow. or defeats. So that tells you something. Fiorentina can go very high or very low in a way. They don't manage. I mean, they go for it. They play on the front foot. Sometimes they start too, too, too quick and then they get some comebacks as we saw at home against Napoli, against, uh, against Inter. They suffer the comebacks. But it's a spectacular team. So yes, goals are on the card for a team that really doesn't uh, draw and they have the goal scorer, the top goal scorer of the Serie A, Vlaovic, 15 goals, plus nine compared to last season for Vlaovic. Uh, it, is, it, it is a scoring team. They score 13 goals more compared to last season, 22 more points in the table. So the passage from Iacchini to Italiano has been working magics. And, you know, they are hoping they're to achieve a qualification in the Europa League. I think they could do it really this uh, season, even because they're thinking about strengthening the team in January with Icone from Lille. So even better. But, you know, not only Vlaovic is firing, Sotil, Saponara, uh, Callejon. So they are all involved. Very good rotations from Italiano. And um, But they play a Sassuolo team. They're going to give them a good game because also Sassuolo is a scoring team, is an attacking team. They are third for shots on target getting Serie A Sassuolo, Fiorentina fourth. So again, it goes to show that why you should bet on uh, the goals. And uh, Sassuolo, as we said, they are unbeaten in the last four games against top teams. Three wins, Juventus, Milan, Lazio, 2-2 against Napoli, against Inter. They lost, they didn't deserve to lose either. So it is a team that turns up in both big occasions. Uh, Sassuolo scoring machine, but also leaking goals mm -hmm. machine. Last 11 games for Sassuolo, both to score in all last 11 games. So always score both teams in the last 11 games. 41 goals in total in the last 11 Sassuolo games. So again, three average of three goals. And this is the longest streak in Serie A. I'm going to go for an over, of course. It would be stupid for me to say go under. I'm going to go for an over. I'm going to go for an over. 3.5 goals. So four goals in the match, 250. 
Of course, we can only expect many goals. Blaovic or Escamaca, David is saying. Of course, Raspadori, Berardi, there is a lot of quality in these two teams. Still, uh, Saponara. So, I mean, it is a game to watch. It is a game to watch. I think you will not be disappointed. This is never going to finish nil nil. It's not uh, what we saw in Coppa Italia, no? It's not a Genoa Salernitana. No, it's not Genoa Salernitana for sure. Hopefully. Then uh, Spezia, Empoli and Dani. What did we say last week? Be careful with Empoli visiting the Diego Armando Maradona. There is a lot of money to be made if we trust uh, Empoli. Here you have it. They won and now actually they are not favorites for this game. I don't understand it. No, Maybe I, because I, the bookies uh, expect the run no, to be finished at one point for Empoli. And truth to be told, also Spezia is not a bad home team, but they are struggling. They are winless in the last uh, five. But uh, I would take these, uh, these odds for Empoli. An extremely positive moment for Empoli, who, by the way, won... 4-3 away in Verona in Coppa Italia, playing with yeah. the reserves. But that tells, you know, the team, it's really, really in form. Four wins out of the last five. And although the circumstances of the victory in Napoli were a little bit lucky, because Cutrone's goal was lucky from the corner, but the approach, especially in the first half from Empoli, was extremely positive. And also in the second half, when they were winning, Andrea Zoli kept the two strikers, Cutrone and Pinamonti, in the pitch until the end to make sure Napoli defenders were busy. So that tells you this is a team that plays on the front foot. It's an attacking team, commits a lot of players forward. Yes, they could concede the odd goal here and there, but... You know, it is an, an exciting team and they play the right stuff. I'm not surprised, looking at the stats, that they are the second team that runs the most in Serie A. They press high very much. Third for number of corners. This is a team last season was in Serie B. So, you know, uh, it, is, it is a massive achievement. Um, when they come to uh, Spezia, um, Spezia are in a bad run. This is the team that has picked up the less points in the last five games, only one draw and four uh, defeats, whereas Empoli in the last five games have collected uh, 10 points and they got 26. So they are really, really close to get uh, saved. Uh, and, you know, 12 points points for Spezia at this stage of the season, although they are not as bad as Salernitana, despite having the worst defense of Serie A, are really worrying because only three of the last 22 teams in Serie A who had 12 points after 17 games uh, did avoid relegation. So, you know, normally this is a tally that sends you to uh, Serie B. Um, Roma, Spezia, they, they really threatened Roma. They did something when they were two nil down. What they're missing is again a big striker taking chances. I don't understand why Zola has playing so few games so far this season. Last season, at this stage of the season, he had scored nine goals. So far, only two. The two goals they scored in Bergamo. So that's what they are missing as well. Um, look, I think uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't discard Spezia to score a goal. We also have to consider the fact that Vicario, uh, Empoli's goalkeeper, is the second in Serie A for saves made. So, you know, uh, Empoli are not watertight. Also, uh, Empoli's opposition have hit the post of the bar 10 times in Serie A. So this is the, the luckiest number for, for Empoli. So I, I'm not discarding a ball to score, but I think Empoli are in a good run. So I'm going to go for an Empoli to take the lead. 
to score first uh, allo stadio picco 195 we have uh, David telling us that uh, 2.85 is a very good odds of course yes. going for Empoli and if you uh, think that there might be a draw also the Asian Handicap Zero for Empoli could be an option uh, for Rafael Corners or goals for Janelle or Enco going for Empoli win. For sure, we all agree that we love the odds for Empoli, one of the most informed teams in Serie A right now. Then we go very close, actually, to Genova. We have Sampdoria, Venezia, Daversa uh, saved another match ball on his job, uh, winning the derby, 1-3. Easy victory, actually, for Sam. They are playing tonight the Coppa Italia against Torino. They finished the year with Roma playing away. So I guess if Sandoria don't win this game, also Danny Daversa's job uh, might be in risk because uh, Sandoria they need to win this game to be to end the year at least far from the relegation spots. At the moment, they got 10 points more than the drop. So 10 points more than the general relegation. They beat Genoa very well. It was a clear victory in the first half. Better quality. Genoa had a lot of absentees. Yes, Sampdoria, uh, they deserve to win. And they won the last two played at Marassi. The, 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 the derby, they were an away side, but they won it uh, in the home stadium. But, you know, it is a team that still uh, has conceded far too many goals compared to last season. Only kept three clean sheets so far. But... Since the end of September, they always scored. Probably with Gabbiadini and Caputo, they found the best partnership in attack. Gabbiadini, he's scoring again. He's even thinking about the national team. Well, why not? If he's in form, I mean, since the lack of goal scorers that Mancini has, it could be an option. Uh, Sampdoria... Look, it is a team that uh, I think it, they try. Uh, the quality is not always there. For example, uh, this is a team that fails to deliver a lot of crosses. So if you look at Sampdoria game these days, it's like looking football, English football in the 70s. Cross, 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 cross. Every now and then someone connects to it. But they do. They are trying. Yeah, they're not clear, creating a lot of uh, clear-cut Uh, chances they are missing Damsgaard, the very creative Danish midfielder. He will be back in December. For this one, it's going to be tricky, I think, for Sampdoria because Venezia it is a team that lives of different moments within the games. They can be suffering and be under the cosh for 20-25 minutes, but then uh, arrange a couple of counter-attacks and they got the quality up front with Okereke, with Henry, with Aramu, uh, Jonsson, to score a goal. You know, for a newly promoted team that spends most of the time in their own half, they've scored uh, 16 goals, which I think is remarkable if you compare to other newly promoted teams across the Europe. Uh, they scored three in the last six away games. So obviously they have scored a couple more at home. They got plus six on the relegation zone. So I think they're going to go there and attack. We know, or at least... You know, have a go at it as they often uh, did, as they, for example, uh, you know, did, did in other away games. Look, I think Sampdoria must be favorite. I like the odds for Sampdoria, so you could go for that one. Or if you want to be a little bit more adventurous, you could try Asian Handicap minus 0.75 for Sampdoria, 204, which means if they only win by one goal margin, you lose half of your stake. So they need to be winning by two goal margin, but you have a parachute if they only win by one goal match. I guess we also should expect uh, both teams to score, but uh, the bookies don't pay that much. 1.77 as usually yeah. in the Serie A, because as we know, 
we see always a lot of goals in Serie A. Dani, then we have uh, Torino, Verona. Torino is a home team during the whole season. Actually, the last uh, five games at home, four victories and one draw. They are in a good run. Whereas Verona, I think the Tudor effect is fading away a little bit. They are picking up uh, more defeats and especially away from home, a struggle. Only one victory this season. But I think Verona uh, against Atalanta, they were due a defeat. Uh, I mean, they were they were the underdog going to the game. They had a lot of good games and a lot of wins. Some of them uh, a little bit crazy, like the 4-3 win in Venezia. They've been scoring a lot of goals, but we said, you know, this is a team that also had a very good uh, goal uh, shoot conversion ratio. You know, they weren't creating a lot of big chances, but they were converting pretty much all of them, and you know, the other also the odd own goals in the favor in that run as well that won them a couple of uh, games. But nonetheless, you know, Verona is always a positive team, it's always an entertaining team to watch. They lost in midweek against Empoli, but they scored three, considered four. They are the fifth best attack in uh, Serie A. 10 of the last 11 games for Verona have been both to score. And these are two teams. Obviously, they are really similar to today's uh, Torino's manager, Juric, who, because Verona was his former team. And you, you can look at the way they play. It's really, you know, Juric against Juric because they press very high. They recover the ball a lot in the opposition half. They almost man-mark you in your, in your opposition. So it is a very physically demanding way of playing football, of course, but can get you results. Obviously, if you're not uh, extremely tight at the back, yes, uh, further down the game, that leads you to conceding a couple of uh, goals. Um, Torino also, scoring team, but they concede, you know, both to score for Torino happened in four of the last five games, but they always took the lead in the last uh, in the last games. Yeah, so it is a team, again, that starts uh, very, uh, very well uh, games as well. Let's not forget they're doing all of this without their main striker, without Bellotti. He runs out of contract in January, so they might be looking to invest to bring a new striker, although Piazza, Lukic, Sarabia are definitely doing well. A little bit of an injury concern for Verona, who at the back are not extremely tight. They have to be uh, doing it for the rest of the season without Davidovic, the Polish, out for the rest of the season. So is Magnani playing at this place. Let's see how um, the chemistry work with the other two uh, defenders. Uh, um, the goals market is, is good. The over 2.5 goals, I think the, the odds are extremely high for two scoring team uh, over 2.5 goals, 201. We were seeing right now the head-to-head -head and no victories for Torino in the last uh, five. So could be a game also that smells like a draw. This one, Torino-Verona. And the last game and the best one of the match day is Milan-Napoli. Two teams uh, that they are not in their best, of course. Especially Napoli. They, Danny, we expected them to lose, no, to start dropping in January when the African Cup of Nations uh, arrive. But if it goes yeah. ahead, if it go, if the African Cup of Nations goes ahead, because now they're talking about suspending yeah. it. So I mean, exactly. But uh, they are falling even before. Actually, only yes. one victory in the last uh, six Serie A games. But also, Milan. They are not looking as sharp as they looked before. That's why we are seeing right now the outright uh, title odds. And of course, Inter is super favorite. 
this is a tough one to call, no? At least in the outright market. Extremely. I mean, both teams have started the, the season exceptionally well and they had a dip in form which coincided with them losing a lot of players due to injuries. And there are going to be a lot of absentees in both sides for this game. Check the lineup perhaps before putting a bet if you want to. But as far as I'm aware, Leao, Rebic, Calabria should miss for Milan. Koulibaly, Osimen. Probably Fabian Ruiz, maybe one between Zilinski and Mario Rui should be absent for Napoli. So, you know, these are all starters. The good news for Napoli is Insigne and Zambonghis are going to return from the first minute. But this is a game that none of the two teams can afford to lose. Because if, if Milan lose, Atalanta could leapfrog them if they beat uh, Roma. If Napoli lose and Inter wins, they go seven points behind from Inter. And a few weeks ago, they were seven points ahead. The record for these two teams in the last games, after the last international break, is quite bad. And um, Napoli only won two games after the international break and lost four, conceded 13 goals in the last seven games in your competition. Milan, a little bit better, won three, but conceded 11 goals in the last seven uh, in the last seven games in all competition, also because they have been missing Chiar in the last couple of games, which is really, really important. You know, um, I think they were basing also the good start in a very solid defense at the beginning of the season, and now we are not seeing. But let's not forget, whereas Milan got us used to challenging for the title last year, in fact, they only have one point less compared to last season. Napoli were not used to play such a high in the, such a high position. They got six points more compared to last season. So probably when people tipped them to be champions of Italy, that was a little bit of wishful thinking maybe in that case. Now, um, where do we go with this game? I think uh, mm. Milan should take um, a little bit of heart from the fact that the second second half of Udine, Udine has been positive as soon as they brought in Tonali, Cassie, and Messias had you know, creating more chances. Um, Napoli were unlucky against Empoli because they conceded an unlucky goal, but the football was not really uh, free-flowing. And, you know, they haven't scored against Empoli, but it's only the second time that they failed to score this season. So I could expect both teams to score, but because of the importance of the game, I think I would expect both teams be mindful of not losing it and perhaps Napoli not committing the same mistakes they did when they went to play against Inter a few months ago and they were outplayed for the fifth for the first 50 minutes. Look, I'm gonna go for a, a national handicap for Napoli in this case, plus 0 25, 193. What does it mean? That if they draw, you win half your stake. Goals over 1.5 uh, for Janelle. Milan is not going to lose this game. Santa is saying, and David is right. Happy birthday to Milan. We saw some beautiful video in Milan. Uh, yeah, we saw some beautiful in Milan's Twitter. It was very nice. And we also. Uh, didn't say that Zlatan Ibrahimovic went to see the Pope, so perhaps ah, yes. he, perhaps he's blessed to for this game well, was a funny. Zlatan would say that the Pope went to see him, probably. Exactly. <laughs> 
Indeed, indeed. Um, Danny, then we have more uh, one more match day in Italy. It's going to be the next week. We will have another video on Monday. But before, as we are seeing here below, we can uh, make an ACA for this weekend. ACA of the Serie A, Lazio to win against Genoa. Atalanta, Roma, both team to score. Fiorentina, Sassuolo, goal fast over 2.5 goals. Spezia, Empoli, double chance for Empoli and the same Milan-Napoli, double chance for Napoli in the Sunday game. Total odds, 9-64. Very risky that uh, X2 for Napoli, I think. It's very open, but we will see. We will see. Then, Danny, thank you. Grazie mille, as always. Thanks, everyone, also for watching this video. The Serie A, as always, very entertaining. So don't forget, of course, to support us by just clicking the like button and subscribing to our channel. Danny, see you next week. Thank you. See you soon. Ciao, Edu. Enjoy the football.